During the height of our pandemic, Saturday Night Live said goodbye to Debbie Downer. Whether you watch SNL or not, you know Debbie Downer. If I could sing this song, I would. Uh, you're enjoying your day, everything's going your way, and along comes Debbie Downer, always there to tell you about a new disease, car accident, or killer bees. You beg her to spare you, Debbie, please. But you can't stop Debbie Downer. All of us have encountered a Debbie Downer in our lives, or maybe you happen to be one. Uh, certainly the, the Christian life is a life that has a lot of ups and downs. Yet fundamentally, the Christian life is predicated on hope. And the fruit of hope is joy. We equip ourselves as a community by hearing and bearing witness to stories of hope. Because despite the odds, there will always be a way. It may not be our way, but Christian hope is predicated on the disclosure of God's will and our call to follow that path. Today we celebrate the feast day of our matron saint, Saint Anne, and, and her husband, Joachim, are the parents of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And we learn about their story from a second-century apocryphal text entitled the Proto-Evangelion of James, or the Gospel of James. The text begins with the description of Joachim. Joachim is very similar to Job. He is exceedingly rich and a righteous man. He's full of joy and anticipation and he goes to the temple to worship. There he meets his Debbie Downer, a man named Reuben. Reuben confronts Joachim and says, don't come here and bring your offerings because you have no offspring. Joachim's joy turns to grief and he retires to the desert. His grief, dejection, disappointment, and tears serve as his food and his shelter for 40 days and 40 nights. Discovering that her husband has not returned, Anne begins her mourning. She feels as if she is a widow, and she pours out her soul to God. Why, O oh Lord, have you made me an object of derision? Why am I so alone? Why am I cursed? It is the wail of a troubled heart, a troubled soul where emotions are flooded with the pangs of profound sorrow. Yet God's not done with them. 
You know, there, so Joachim's in the desert. Anne is in her house. And concurrently, I mean, like simultaneously, they turn to their forebearers in faith. Joachim to Abraham and to Sarah. I, I imagine Joachim in the desert meditating on the first lesson that we heard from today. In the midst of emptiness, the desert of the soul, the Lord appears to Abram. You know, the context of this is simple. Abram is depleted. He's spiritually drained and truly in the, de- in the midst of a marital crisis with his bride, Sarah. A long time ago, he followed the voice of God. He left his father, his kin, the potential of inherited wealth, and he and his newlywed, they left. They left with their, what little possessions they had to travel to a new world. They left trusting in their God. Yet at every corner in their journey, there was disappointment. There was discouragement. Yes, they had accumulated wealth. Yet minute by minute, the threat of violence and death by powers and authorities greater than them had been shackling them like a fetter. And now, and now at 99, God reappears to Abram and promises that he shall be the ancestor of many nations. Really? At 99? To symbolize that, God changes Abram's name. He's christened or baptized, you know, the traditional sort of naming ceremony, and he's no longer Abram, but he becomes Abraham. And God promises that no longer will he have to run around as an an alien in a strange land, for God makes a covenant with Abraham to establish him, to settle him, to be with him. Many a Debbie Downer appeared in the lives of Abraham and Sarah. And sometimes they got caught up in that. But most of the time, and through that, they persevered. They persisted. They trusted. They realized with their lives the words of Isaiah. For God says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither Are your ways my ways? As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways, God's ways, higher than your ways, and God's thoughts higher than your thoughts. They read this, and nine months later, Mary is born. Mary, whom they dedicate for the service of the Lord, and who becomes the bearer of God incarnate in Jesus. For Abraham, Sarah, Joachim, Anne, and Job, what sustained them was hope. While encircled by those who found fault with them, who denigrated them, or just just said, give up, You know the Debbie Downers in life? 
they rooted themselves in hope. Just going to invite you to remember this. Whether you're two days old or 99, God has a purpose for you. God is never done with you. In a culture that forever has set up an idolatry around youth or age or pitting one age group or one, uh, you know, sort of demographic against each other, Scripture teaches us that God can call you at whatever stage of life. God can use you. But for those of us who are older, that's everyone sitting here except for the uh, ones being baptized and uh, a few other children. The question is, what do we pass down? What is our legacy? What is our legacy as an individual? What is our legacy as a parish? Your birthdays are an opportunity. Um, it's an opportunity to reflect about legacy, about what we pass down. For 330 years, this parish has borne witness to all the conditions of humanity, the good, the bad, and the ugly. In the midst of many a Debbie Downers, with God's help, this parish has persevered, pressed on, not because of any merit, but because of the grace of God. We have striven, we have served, only because of God and with God's help. I invite us to discern how we will live into the next 330 years. Will we, like our matron, St. Anne, ground ourselves in the stories of hope, relying on a power that is greater than we can imagine or even ask for? Will we, like St. Anne, provide a home for generations to come so that they can hear and discern the voice of God? Mary was able to hear this voice because of the environment and direction provided to her by Anne, Joachim, the priests, and the community in the temple. Will we... As St. Paul suggests, root ourselves in the truth of God's redemption in Jesus Christ amidst a culture and worldviews that pushes against such truth? Will we equip people to hear the voice of God in the midst of Debbie Downers or Rubeams or, as I said a few months ago, ago Eeyore's? of this world? Will we pass down the ability to open our ears and hearts and respect all people, all people, with the hope of building the vision of God, building God's kingdom, so that we may reflect more and more the vision of heaven? My prayer as your pastor, is that you boldly answer, we will with God's help. We will with God's help. So, from my heart to our collective hearts, <laughs>
Happy birthday, St. Anne's.